MC. Got Lefe all on your legs. <laughs> right, should we crack on? Hello, and welcome back. This is episode one of In One Ear and Out the Other, the podcast tackling taboos with a tipple. This week, I'm really excited to finally have launched this podcast. I've had so much really good feedback from the trailer, which I'm, I'm actually so grateful for. So thank you if you are one of those people. Um, because it's quite a big deal to just throw yourself out into the world of Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I'm really happy to have had such a good reception. So thank you for that. It's gone national. It has gone national. <laughs> International, in fact. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I'm joined by my fantastic, intelligent, amazing housemate and friend, Millie Davy. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you? <laughs> Good. Um, tipple of choice? Yeah. What have we gone for? Amaretto and cranberry. <laughs> we were going to go for an amaretto and cranberry, but um, Millie's a little bit hungover. I'm feeling a bit worse for wear. A little bit worse for wear. So I'm on the water <laughs> and MC's on the leffy. Which, is, which was recommended by Millie. I'm not going to lie. I, it's not my favourite beer. But I'm happy to give it a go for the purpose of this. It's all right. <laughs> Christmas in a bottle. It, it was overhyped to me as a hot cross bun in a bottle, which it's not. So I'm slightly disappointed by that. This week, Millie actually came to me with this idea um, because this is something I feel like is on everyone's lips at the moment, and it is the global climate crisis. Mm-hmm something I would say that we both feel quite passionate about although we are in some respects quite hypocritical I would suggest do you think that's I think that's very fair to say um something a movement we're very behind but something we both could do more to support um in lots of ways so in my course (laughs) oh yeah I should also mention Millie uh for a degree studies what do you study? Cultural studies. Cultural studies. With media. media. So you kind of practice these sorts of um, topics quite a lot. You know, you're talking... Mm-hmm. I mean... Everyone's talking explain. about them, you know? <laughs> what sorts of things do you so, tell about? We talk about how climate change has become a way of consumption and how pr- companies and products are being made purely to make money based on this tragic disaster speak about how celebrities are going forward with a the before the flood documentary on Netflix so a lot about like society and impact and how those yeah. have knock on effects and things I think that's yeah hard. everyone I'm sure who's listening is probably aware of who Extinction Rebellion are mm-hmm. and if you're not Extinction Rebellion is a movement that started off in the UK which looks to tackle climate change and projects to the government and the massive corporations around what they should be doing to to change the way they do things. Um, because we can see that the personal is, is not enough. Mm-hmm. The personal impact isn't enough and we need to be putting it out there to these big corporations. But They're the ones that can change. Exactly. But that comes with flaws. They haven't done the best. <laughs> no. Recently, anyway. No, and I think the agenda that they put out to people around 
putting it back to the individual mm. is shameful, really. Mm. Would you say so? Mm. Makes me feel bad. But it does. It makes you feel it, guilty. It does, but it's meant to. But I, it's it's a difficult one for me because I don't. It doesn't sit comfortably with me when I think about oh, should I have recycled that plastic bottle? When really, yeah, I always should. But the impact of that one one bottle. recycled bottle is nothing. No. In comparison to yeah, I mean, there's a lot of um, pressure on us to keep up with this like extinction rebellion yeah yeah for sure i would say so like being vegan living in a green constituency which we do which i think is fantastic that we live in brighton in the only green constituency in the country but it does have lots of flaws as well you don't walk down a street in brighton and not see rubbish on the floor Mm. and i think rather than you know they should almost try and bring back to the local and see what they could be doing in their local constituencies to make those changes because that alone is definitely it's, it's just it's just so flawed yeah it's silly it's really silly i mean even in our house we don't even have a recycling box given to us by the government no we or have, the council or whatever whoever is meant to give it to us no it's almost <laughs> made harder to be a good yeah. citizen yeah it is it is with the pressure as well yeah so you want to but how can you really like we're all consumers we can't not be consumers it's impossible to go every day without having to buy food we don't live on a farm we don't live in an accessible place to grow our own crops or no and those things for most people for most everyday people are not accessible like Mm. personal sacrifice alone is not enough yeah like what about people who go need food banks exactly they can't be told oh no you can't do you can't go to the food banks because you can't recycle this bread or like yeah i think (laughs) we all know that the climate crisis is a massive issue and most people are aware of the impacts that they have but for for so many people they have so many more issues closer to home which are higher up on the agenda mm-hmm. if you're a family of four and you can't work for whatever reason and you're on the breadline, your mm-hmm. initial thought is not necessarily the world is it it's no. how can i feed my family no exactly and i mean so the guilt i feel yeah. that is like the current guilt in the system needs to be less yeah it does need to be more and uh, i know for me the more i tell myself that i can't do something the more i want to that is true <laughs> it's just i don't know maybe that will work for a lot of people <laughs> if it was more relaxed and we both eat meat mm. it's bad it's really bad it is bad because Should i cut, could easily cut that not. bit out <laughs> <laughs> but I still have to buy, co- like, okay, corn, right? Mm-hmm. You still have to buy corn products in unrecyclable yeah. plastic. That you- so isn't it just like... Yeah, so even if you buy a meat substitute... It's just hypocrisy all the time, no matter what it. you do. Yeah. But Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> moving on to him. Easy so, on the eye. The other night... Millie and I both sat down and we watched Before the Flood, which is a documentary headed up by Leonardo DiCaprio. Been well known in the business for many, many years, ever since he was young. We all know that the climate crisis is something that he is quite passionate about. Uh, and he obviously felt strongly enough to make this documentary about the impacts mm-hmm. that we're having on the world. But it was very flawed. 
Yeah, it, it was very flawed. I mean, just in the hour and a half documentary, they travelled to five different... They went to every continent. They did. Every <laughs> continent. Every continent. Probably on private jets. With a helicopter. Yeah. Filming out of a helicopter. Just loving to lecture everyone about lowering their carbon footprint when his is bloody enormous anyway. I mean, I like what he does around his... I get the fact that, he, you know, he's got a... He's a public figure, so the reach mm. he has is enormous, which I think is really great that he uses that to highlight the issue. But why not use his enormous wealth? I mean, what, he must be a multimillionaire, if not billionaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably. He's up there. He's so why is he not up using there? his wealth? He's got four houses, jets, and rented the fifth biggest yacht in the world from a billionaire who makes his money off oil. There we are. <laughs> it's so dumb to think. I know we keep using the word hypocrite, but I feel like so much in this movement is flawed and is hypocrisy in yeah. terms of what they're doing. But then what else? How, how else would we do it? I don't know. I just sometimes think that they think the general public is stupid yeah. because they won't, they won't recognise these things. Who's we? Who's they? So the Politicians likes of Leonardo and- DiCaprio and the people behind these movements. Yeah think we're stupid and we won't do our research but i feel like as young people we're inquisitive we we are and we have so much access to information now that you can't hide so if we wanted to find something out about you and delve i think we are what are we we're gen z yeah gen z gen z yeah we have such an information like access to information that no other generation before us has had and i feel like that does hold us in greater stead because we can inform ourselves taking all this information yeah. and then form our opinions but they're so silly for thinking that we're not going to do that like really yeah i think so who we vote for them like they must think that, i don't know like how can they possibly sit there and think the only information we'll ever know is from them i do agree i think they're more clever than that <laughs> you'd like to think so but well they're, they're all bloody idiots but <laughs> it just seems to me that the individual seems to care more about the planet we live on than the people who can actually have an impact mm. and i don't know why that is because at the end of the day we're all the individual yeah. everyone goes home at night and has their own thoughts regardless on what they support what cause are part of what political party they're a part of so mm. why do these issues why are they not more prevalent in everyone's thinking is what i tend to think mm, but some people just try to ignore it don't they I don't know. There is that mindset of if if we're going the way we're going, well, I'm not going to be here anyway. Mm, they don't they have don't to worry care about, about that, do they? They're going to be dead. Or there won't be enough for it to not have an impact. Yeah, they don't care. That is the case. But the sort of the crux of the matter is we can't let, and this is the whole point around Extinction Rebellion, is mm-hmm. we can't let the Earth continue to rise at the temperature of above two degrees per year mm. because then it's irreversible change. Mm-hmm if it continues to rise at the rate that it is. So that is the basis of the cause, which I do think is a great cause. And I can, like, from a backseat point of view, I'm fully in support of. Yeah. But it is just, I don't know, it is corporations. Think about how many less developed countries Mm -hmm. and how many people don't have electricity or ways of using, even using electricity. That's true, because... 
the kind of lower infrastructure yeah. countries, they don't even have the means to... They're so... I get what you're saying. They're so less developed than we currently are. So yeah. they're working their way to become developed countries, and in that, they're going to have to. They're going to. They. Why wouldn't you want electricity or heating? You know, like it's not not very fair. No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely. I do agree. We're sitting here in your room with the fairy lights on <laughs> and the lights on and yeah, all the lights, <laughs> the heating. Yeah, and the heating on. I've just had a full meal. I can go to the shop whenever I want, buy whatever I want. Well, we have. <laughs> we have access it's to so, everything. Yeah. Because they've given us access. Mm. And then the pressure but is we're still abusing put. It, but we're abusing the access that we have. We are. Because we don't need to go to the shop and buy three bags of crisp. But we still do it. But we do. Because it's it, it's accessible, it's there. But then that it, that is also it's how they easy. put the pressure back on the consumer yeah. to cut down. But it's that massive... It's that... It's mm. just a circle. Like, how do you how do you get out of that? Is what I'm wondering. It's, it's like hard. Shop. I don't know. Like shopping organically, but then shopping zero waste. It's I think expensive. It is. It's so expensive. You can go to the corner shop and get a bottle of fairy liquid for a quid. You go and refill it in Infinity Foods. It's so. It's a lot of money. It is to always go there and refill it, or like to buy. I don't know, a slice of vegan cheese, like three quid in Sainsbury's. And this kind of goes on to what I wanted to talk about, which is I am aware of the fact that I think there is a, almost a class divide mm-hmm. in the climate crisis and becoming more green and more ethical because, like you say, like these things that are good for the planet, they're expensive. So how do you make this a more accessible means to, to everyone? If you go in the shop and you see a one-pound biscuit or a four pound organic biscuit <laughs> you're gonna go for the one pound one that's it and you know there are there are definitely people who i'm sure care a lot about their impact and and things like this but they just cannot afford to no. like you say like four pound or one pound it's yeah. an easy choice isn't it yeah to me anyway so that's another like i do think there is some <laughs> class or oh, we could just not buy it <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's that option too. <laughs> I know, but when it's when it is t- comes down to money like that, it's, it is difficult. Yeah. Going back to the documentary, the way that he, the way that Leo brought in Obama. So what did he bring in Obama to highlight? The fact that they're listening. These big guys, these top dogs, they're listening and they know what's happening. But what are they actually doing? So he uses Obama to to say, "Oh yeah, I've gone to the highest p- person like the- as a celebrity, essentially." Yeah, because the the line between a celebrity and a politician now is very very thin. It is. Look at Donald Trump. He's he's not, in my eyes, he's not a politician. Well, no, he's <laughs> he's a businessman. Yeah, he's a businessman, and that's why he's done. You can say he's done well because he's got where he wanted to get. Yeah, he's achieved the the top the CEO yeah. job, hasn't he? Sorry. The powerless elite. <laughs> what else have you got in that book, MC? I'd like to talk about that whole Canning Town incident with mm-hmm. Extinction Rebellion mm. and your thoughts on that. Because when I saw that happen and when I read it in the news, I, I just cringed. Yeah, I got I got quite pissed off. Can I say pissed off? You can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> PG. <laughs> um, as a person, I don't know, me and we've both been on protests. They're, they're nice. But the way that the Extension Rebellion is going, 
it's becoming a bit of a joke to them people that aren't listening. So I this afternoon I went on the Extinction Rebellion website and mm-hmm. I looked up their ten kind of main points about who Extinction Rebellion are and point number nine of their core values is that they are a non-violent network of peaceful protesters. So why... why, Cannon Town is not an example of that, though, is it? And I know it's just a small group of all of them people, but that small group is letting them down. If you don't know about the Mm -hmm. Canning Town incident, essentially, on one of the last days of the big peaceful protests that were going on um, in London around the Trafalgar Square area, all around the kind of, like, departments, um, the political departments and government buildings in London some protesters when I've read reports they said these were kind of not views held by the majority of the of the people who are part of this movement but they went to Canning Town which is a tube station in London would it be fair to say that Canning Town would is be, a working class area it is a working class it area is. and I mean it's being gentrified but that's the entire London exactly no, and it's a working-class area. So they got up on the tubes and caused havoc at... Commuter uh, time. Yeah, stopping, Stopping working-class people going to work, earning their money. And it's just... It's, and it was quite violent, the videos it was. I saw. They were very awful. I've seen a lot... <laughs> they were getting up. slammed. I've seen a lot of um, footage and stuff from it as well. And I can understand, if I was one of those commuters, I would be equally... You'd be like so you say, annoyed. I would be equally pissed off yeah. if that had happened to and me. And then you would Regardless think, of the fact yeah. if I supported that cause or not. Yeah, but you would just... Even if they didn't know what they were, now they know who they are for the entirely wrong reason. Precisely. And now they're just going to say, well, they didn't give a shit about me. Why should I support what they say? <laughs> Extinction Rebellion have responded to these events and they've said... This was not views held by the majority of people, blah, 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 etc. Mm. But um, <clears throat> but this is what happens when uh, movements like this occur. You will get a string of people who are not necessarily linked to the cause but will jump onto a bandwagon cause, a bit like uh, people experienced in the 2012 London riots. It's that mm. whole kind of culture of being a part of a movement regardless of what the movement is and causing havoc which is unwanted i think yeah okay mahatir pasha did an interview on this morning just after this (laughs) protest yeah protest (laughs) happened and actually said that she didn't regret what they did which i found quite know i'd be very wound up if i worked hard she's the extinction rebellion coordinator and she doesn't have any regrets and she doesn't regret what they've done so she can't even say that she could put herself in their shoes and see it from their point of view i mean her interview was if you ever want to watch it it's on youtube (laughs) so you can watch the interview but i do find that fascinating because it's like how far does it go until this then becomes something that people turn against. Mm-hmm. There's a very fine line, I think, and they are. I mean, it's not something to mess around with, really. We can't be no. We can't be taking chances with <laughs> with extinction rebellion or movements like that because this is such a big deal. I know, and really, this is probably the only opportunity. If 
if these people want governments to listen, this is the biggest opportunity they're going to get. And what they have been granted is um, citizens' assemblies. So they're they're not government-led, but they're they're put together for local people and quote-unquote normal people to kind of be a part of and explore ideas and ways to like change things so i think extinction rebellion would suggest that the impact they're having is positive and they are as a result of these protests doing you know they are achieving what they want to achieve mm-hmm. but it is that fine line between seeing seeing when to stop almost i think mm-hmm. before you like breach peaceful protests Heroes or villains? Heroes or villains? <laughs> Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> T- new tagline. <laughs> Would you like some lecha? Lefa? What? Well, I don't know. Lefe. 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 Or lefa. I'm not too lefe. sure. It's quite a pretty bottle. It's got a nice stained looks quite, glass. Looks quite German. Yeah, quite um, Viking, yeah. almost. I'd say. It's for blonde people <laughs> it's not for people. it's just a blonde bit <laughs> oh god we might have had one too many i've been drinking water <laughs> okay so i found an interesting t- t- statistic <laughs> i can't even speak which said that in the u.s uh sort of in terms of the global climate crisis and how how it is becoming a bit of a high-end commodity like you've said in the u.s people of color are more likely 66 percent more likely to live in areas with air pollution than white people mm-hmm. and that kind of feeds into that whole uh class thing again because it's like and race divide class all of divide, it gender it all comes into play yeah, I just think it's interesting because, again, like, the the pressure is, again, put on the individual. Mm. But these people who are living in the most polluted areas are probably not the ones who are causing the impact in the first place. So... No, it's the guys living in the clean, city, yeah. <laughs> nice, clean, breathing areas. <laughs> yeah, I just think the kind of elitism that is portrayed by the people in the big nice cushy apartments mm-hmm. it's wrong another thing which is kind of like linked to the race um, and class row would be I do you follow Jack's, Jack Harry's on Instagram no. he is a someone who is very prevalent on social media who kind of um, heads up a lot of the work Extinction Rebellion do mm-hmm. and he it would be fair to say is from a well-educated middle-class white background mm-hmm. and someone i saw someone comment on his instagram the other day saying the only reason you're able to do this is because you're from a wealthy middle-class background and you've got the time and the money in order to do and this you're a white man yeah. and it's very being, fair being a white man in this day and age is a power in itself it's a massive <laughs> power and i do think perhaps there is some issues that they've got internally in terms of I went down to Trafalgar Square and I would say it might be a fair argument Mm. but then we also sit here as two white women middle class I'm not middle class yeah you are 
<laughs> but privileged people. My dad's people. a taxi driver. <laughs> I'm from the southeast of London. <laughs> but we're two privileged people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're lucky. Who are sitting here talking about this in the same vein that they do. So maybe we are hypocrites too, but... But we can't not be. But the point I'm trying to make is, is it enough to just say that, to just accept it, or should you be doing more because of your privilege? Should you be doing the absolute most? Yes, not just they should be... We should be using our white privilege, our your middle-class privilege, <laughs> <laughs> to, ha- to help promote, do something about it. It's, the little things will count in the end. Because these are the people who can afford to be arrested. That's, yes. they, they can actually sit there and say... I'm happy to be arrested. That woman who just... Oh, white woman. The actress. Yeah. She just got arrested. Yeah, so these people can actually afford to be arrested. And just pay bail and leave. Which is ridiculous because I'm sure, I'm sure there are so many people out there fully in support of these causes Mm. who can't can't just risk their entire life. Mm -mm. Essentially, that's what they're doing. Can't risk their entire life. For this cause, which is again problematic. People have to live. Exactly. And people have <laughs> jobs. This is something I do want to talk about at a later stage. People have jobs that are conflicting yeah. with their own views. There's too many factors, which is why I think this is a bit of an issue mm. in this day and age. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, even when I go to work, the amount of plastic and boxes and everything in the shop is plastic. Yeah, I mean, for goodness sake, I'm (laughs) not going to name names, but we both work for companies who very much... Big companies. Yeah, very much exploit plastic and fast fashion Mm. in a big way. Mm. That's made very cheap. (laughs) (laughs) So should we even be working for these companies yeah but do i have a choice we not have really to earn money. i have to earn money and this is probably the internal struggle that a lot of people have mm-hmm. every single day which is why i think it's so important to highlight these things and be discussing them because i have this internal struggle all the time nearly every time i go to work mm. me too <laughs> i do find it all a lot is there anything else you wanted to add or does that just about wrap it up i just think Come on, guys. <laughs> do do your best. We're all trying to do our best do what at the you end can. of the day. But we all recognise the flaws as well. Of course. And everyone does. The big corporations, hopefully they will change. Someone, I don't know, someone, some country, US, Britain, whoever, needs to be an example and lead it. If, and one, we are person making starts doing, changes. if one person does it, then we will eventually get there. We are taking big steps. You only have to compare it to different... I know, for example, countries in Asia Mm. who, I mean, they're miles behind. Mm. We are making massive steps. I mean, I just spent the summer in Zanzibar and the amount of, like, I don't know, plastic and whatever, it's ridiculous because they don't have clean water. But you don't have an alternative, so until someone comes up with the alternative yeah. that's the only solution you have and that is the reality of the situation mm. and, and then, that's why and then they burn it they burn the plastic and the rubbish that's 
and that's why I think education education and the corporations need to do a massive 180 on these subjects because it is not down to the individual to be responsible Uh for these things Hmm. I think that's fair to say it's true but we do all we I don't know I could pull my weight a little bit more we all could (laughs) we definitely all could maybe I'll be vegan this week (laughs) (laughs) maybe give it a go Uh, so thank you very much for listening hope you've enjoyed our ramblings maybe it's been a bit of an eye opener for some of you maybe you already knew all this anyway but it's still good to talk it is good to talk talk I think it's important to be talking about these things yeah whether you're in support of it or not which you should be which you should be (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for listening and I shall be back soon with a new guest and a new episode thank you very much Millie thank you for being my first guest that's exciting it is exciting wow you can find the podcast on Spotify on the Acast app and on Apple Podcasts do subscribe because it really helps because it will just go straight into your inbox is that a thing do you have an inbox no you get a notification probably get a notification that sounds about right no it's not an email (laughs) and if you want to you can leave me a rating and a review only if they're nice though no you can leave any kind of review because that's also helpful to get people engaged uh so thank you very much and i shall see you soon on in one ear and out the other bye bye